This is Fuse Box number 106. Fishing with dynamite. And you may be the one that got away. Just as slippery as those pesky elections. Hello, friends, and welcome in to what is indeed Fuse Box number 106. Fishing with dynamite. As we all love the smell of exploded fish carcasses in the morning, don't we, though? Eh? I'm your neither fishing nor cutting bait host, Mark Rose, and thanks for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. We do so appreciate you sharing a bit of your valuable time with us here and uh, over there reeling in the recalcitrant audio waves is the maestro of meters himself, Milt Keynes. everybody. Thank you kindly. So, uh, how about those election returns? Think we're sending a message yet? <laughs> I sincerely hope so. I mean, you know, and really, for those in uh, other parts of the globe, friends, the, the uh, U.S. had what is referred to as a midterm election various political offices, the House of Representatives and the Senate being um, the hot buttons this time out, as well as uh, many races for governor, the uh, fine state of Oregon, for which uh, this uh, humble program originates, re-elected Kate Brown as our governor, and uh, as I am sure you can figure out, a uh, midterm refers to the middle of the term for the uh, sitting president as uh, he has a little less than uh, two years remaining in his... uh... Life. (laughs) Well, many would probably wish that it were so, but (laughs) But, uh, who knows? In a way, maybe. Well, uh, the the good news, though, is that uh, the House of Representatives is now mostly blue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, by that term... Blue, we don't mean they're doing raunchy stand-up. I don't know, man. Some of those folks are pretty damn funny. True. But, uh, yes, you are correct, sir. The Democrats have uh, taken the majority of seats in the House, which will, of course, (laughs) create some interesting possibilities. Can you say impeachment? Well, you know, the the Senate actually has a final say there, and... uh, They may be a wee harder to convince, but who knows? By the uh, way things are going... uh, Yeah, and the uh, shenanigans continues. You heard about Justice Ginsburg's fall, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The Honorable Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who uh, sits on the Supreme Court, evidently took a fall in her office the other day and uh, fractured a couple of ribs, which is most unfortunate. Uh, she's said to be doing fine, and personally, I'm, I'm relieved to hear that. She's a, a remarkable woman and one of, sadly, only uh, four more liberal-minded justices on the bench. So yeah, it's got my spidey sense tingling, man. Oh? How so? Well, it, and it's mainly your fault. Thank you. No, I mean, you, you got me hooked on that uh, Netflix show called uh, House of Cards. Oh, yeah. So you did finally watch it. Oh, man, I binged the fuck out of that one. <laughs> I mean, 
it it was way too on the nose to resist. You know what I mean? Well, I, I thought you might find it interesting. Um, for those who aren't familiar with that Netflix series, although I, I'd suspect there'd be a very small portion of our audience here, uh, it ran for about six years and uh, just wrapped up this year, uh, partially due to the untidy events ew, surrounding actor Kevin Spacey's uh, activities who uh, coincidentally played the president of the United States in that show. That show's just crazy accurate, man. Well, you know, yeah, in a way, it's, uh, you know, ripped from the headlines. But uh, unlike a show like West Wing, which was also a fine program about the goings-on there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, um, although not with an eye towards the devious, as uh, House of Cards certainly is. Well, and... uh... That's kind of what got me thinking. Yeah? Remember in uh, season five uh, when, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to uh, do the spoiler thing here and ruin the damn show for someone who hasn't seen it. Good. But 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 remember at the end of season five, uh, somebody has a fall. And uh, as we're all watching the actual cause of that fall... We see that the uh, person who fell was actually pushed. Oh, I see where you're going. (laughs) Do you think that Justice Ginsburg uh, may have been pushed, man? Really? Why not? She's, like like you just said, one of only four liberals on that bench. And she's 85, man. Hate to say it, but they could make it look like an accident. Well, that's dark. Um... I certainly hope that's not the case, or if it is the case, then the deviants who plan that activity should be immediately exposed. That's just evil. It's just politics, amigo, right? You know, maybe suggesting this show to you was not such a good idea. (laughs) I don't know, man. When you take a look back at some of the hits in the world of politics starts to look like some kind of murder incorporated thing, you know? Well, I'd agree there have been some uh, notorious actions in that show, for sure. And uh, by comparison, just to give yourself a little A-B thing here, check out the uh, British version of that show, also called House of Cards, done back in 1990, and uh, written by the same chap, Andrew Davies, who co-produced this U.S. version, and I gotta say, you you want devious? The U.K. version is actually, by far, more steeped in corruption and and, uh, evil deeds. I mean, there I swear, there were times that uh, my jaw hit the floor watching that one. Well, it's only because it's not wired on right. (laughs) I keep telling you to use that high-tension twine. Works way better than dental floss. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's take a short recess, shall we? Saw what you did there. Excellent. A short recess, and uh, when we return, more fun and frolicking shall ensue. We've locked Senator Bob Fusky inside this hotel minibar, packed with C4 charges. But it's to prove a point.
thefuseboxshow.com. Good guys and bad guys. Who wears the black hat and who the white? Is evil so easy to recognize? Can you see inside the shadow of a man's eyes who he really is? Is one man's enemy another man's hero? We fight with such conviction these comic book villains who don't really exist. Perhaps by looking in instead of out, we'd find the very thing we hate and making peace with that incorrigible demon set ourselves free. The longed-for hope of humanity, realized in an instant of unqualified reflection. Very fitting to this occasion, I believe. That was a piece written by Lawrence Overmeyer called Good Guys, Bad Guys, and uh, read there by our buddy Eric Newsom. That piece can also be found in the uh, audiobook version of Lawrence's book called The One Idea That Saves the World, which is a great read, by the way, in either format. Thanks again to uh, Lawrence for the opportunity to uh, create that piece with him. And uh, at the risk of droning on uh, a wee too much on this uh, political topic. Drone on, amigo. Well, (laughs) (laughs) has it occurred to anyone else out there the uncanny resemblance that the new, almost new, attorney general has to uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin character in the new Daredevil series? Huh? Separated at birth? Eh, Try it. Do a search for Wilson Fisk or uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and then uh, search for Matthew Whitaker. It's just crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. See what I mean? Friends, do try this at home and you will be amused, if not amazed. Art imitates life imitating art. I don't watch that daredevil thing, but this is some crazy shit right here. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've posted this on the Fusebox Facebook page uh, as well, so uh, it's 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 <laughs> worthy of consideration. Also, and uh, and I promise this is the button up on politics. As I have mentioned uh, many times in the last couple of years, that uh, we should most likely uh, be grateful to the Orange One for allowing a uh, stench of corruption to waft so widely that even the most olfactory challenged among us <laughs> can savor the stink. This has been proved yet again by the number of registered voters, particularly the younger folks who actually did get out and vote this time. I mean, uh, here in Oregon, I think the turnout was uh, in the upper 40%, which by today's standards, friends, yeah, especially in a midterm, is pretty damn respectable. So uh, thanks, Don. Uh, This was that uh, wake-up call we ordered at the front desk. So are they uh, still counting votes in Florida? (laughs) You mean from 2016? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, uh, actually, it appears that uh, both candidates in the Senate race have filed suits claiming some sort of uh, shady tactics here or there. Republican uh, Rick Scott actually went so far as to uh, file additional litigation requesting the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, quote, impound and secure the voting machines until after the recount and that all votes counted after noon on that Saturday deadline not be counted. (laughs) Yeah, Rick Scott. Isn't he that guy that looks like Skeletor? (laughs) Well, now that you mention it, uh, it appears now, though, uh, at least as as when we're doing this recording, that the uh, the votes are still being tallied. It's it's it just is that in uh, some of those uh, Florida counties, they have very antiquated uh, voting machines for this uh, recount purpose. At any rate, still using the one hamster model. <laughs> It's very possible, Mr. Kane. I know many of the counties have upgraded to the three pangolin power drive model. Thank you. But uh, embracing new technology is slow in some places. A, uh, a, another little sidebar to this is that a, a U.S. district judge has now given the state until Saturday the 17th to uh, correct signatures that were deemed unreadable, evidently. And uh, we're at risk of being discarded. So uh, we'll just have to see. Perhaps by 2020, we'll get these uh, results totaled out. I don't know. Might be a bit optimistic there, amigo. <laughs> Mayn't be the case, Mr. Keynes. <laughs> when I was much younger, I was almost embarrassed writing comics because I felt, gee, there are other people building bridges and doing things that matter. But as I grew older, I realized how important entertainment is to people. They need it, and they love it if it's well done. And speaking of spidey sense tingling, on a rather somber note, we lost one of Comicdom's trailblazers a few days back. Stan the Man Lee has... uh, moved on to the next exciting issue in his uh, timeline. He was 95 and uh, just as damn feisty as ever. He and the rest of the uh, icons at uh, Marvel back in those early days, they really did, created some of the most iconic characters ever produced. And uh, as we all know, the uh, MCU, Marvel Comics Universe there, is a uh, pretty successful franchise of films these days with the uh, pipeline (laughs) apparently filled with uh, potential sequels and uh, such as that. Uh, For me, though, I got to say, reading about some teenage kid bitten by a radioactive spider, then getting all these cool abilities, you know, was on one level uh, really engaging. But... uh, to have the kid surrounded with day-to-day real-life problems and uh, awkward situations that we all experience, that was uh, the real selling point. It, uh, it made his larger-than-life and, well, frankly, improbable situation uh, much more real and uh, believable. Uh, and Stanley and his allies there created a kind of character that had not not really existed before, uh, a comic character that had a, an understanding of consequences and responsibilities. That uh, that was kind of new. 
Yeah, I wasn't into the comic thing, really. Too busy with the homemade dynamite? Maybe. Seen a couple of those movies, though. Liked one or two a whole lot. Thought Deadpool's kind of... <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Indeed it was. Um, so, uh, Stan Lee, in recent times, had uh, definitely his share of challenges uh, from uh, suing his ex-business partner and his uh, development group, POW, to getting a restraining order against the guy who was handling his estate and other business-related things. His wife, Joan, had uh, passed away in July of uh, 2017. And you know what? They were together 69 years. Can you imagine that? Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. I tell you, the guy was a force of nature. And uh, if you've ever seen interviews with him, he's always running around at the speed of light, <laughs> even in his 90s. I mean, he never stopped. Uh I understand that uh, he had an office on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard down there. And, and uh, like clockwork, every day, he'd be there at uh, 9 a.m. and leave promptly at 5.30 because to him, uh, retiring meant finally getting to do the stuff you always wanted to do. For Stan, though, he was already doing that. So why stop? Well, you got to respect that. You know what? We should all be so fortunate, I think. Yeah, I'd love to just quit all this crap and do what I've always wanted. Really? And uh, what, what, pray tell, would that be, Mr. Keynes? Farming. Farming? Yeah. I've always had a dream of setting up a stripper's farm. Wait, wait. You're going to farm strippers? Okay, how... Oh, in... man, I've researched the idea for years. No, I, 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 I've got a parcel of land in mind out there near Bend. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, this this is a rural activity? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, tech involved in this thing. I mean, you got to get the, the, the soil just right, you know. It's got to be all organic, and then... Uh, uh, a certain kind of uh, lighting grid, you know? And you have to have a, 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 a just a great sound system. And uh, poles. Now cut that out! Meh. Eh. This is where you make extraordinary skill. No. Ew. Meh. Meh. Hiya, Timmy. Say, why so glum, pal? Oh, hi, Uncle Carl. Gee whiz. What's a guy got to do to find cool merchandise these days, anyway? I've been searching online everywhere. And golly, all I can find is lots and lots of girl-on-girl -girl porn, pictures of cats, and posts from losers who live in their parents' basement playing Pokemon Go. Whatever the fuck that is. But I can't find neato shirts or coffee mugs or anything. Gosh, I'm about to lose my shit. I really want to find a hip flask so I can sneak hooch into church like you, Uncle Carl. But I just can't find any. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> well, Timmy, that sure is a dilly of a dilemma. But here, let me show you where to look. Gosh, look at all that swell merchandise. Wow. Thanks, Uncle Carl. 
fuse box is the shit. It sure is, Timmy. It sure is. Thanks to Fusebox, Timmy can get himself a genuine Fusebox hip flask so he can get shit-faced in church just like Uncle Carl, who isn't really Timmy's uncle but is just a nice man who lives in his van down by the river. Find Fusebox hip flasks and other swell merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. That's thefuseboxshow.com. Uncle Carl, I don't have a credit card. Now what'll I do? Why, that's easy, Timmy. Run in there and get your mother's purse. Don't be that guy. Here you go, guys. Three cold ones. Ah, thanks, Vicky. Thank you. Nice rack. Jeez, Carl. Mm. That hits the spot. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, yeah. That's good. I love a creamy head. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I see what you did there. Man, it's good to get out. It's been a while. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, Carl. Hey, I dig this place. Looks like quite the hot spot. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, Carl. Okay. Good one. So, Greg, how are Denise and the kids? Well, the twins start kindergarten this year, don't they? <laughs> That's what she said. What? They're good, Danny. Everyone's good. And yeah, kindergarten. Man, time flies, right? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, come on, Carl. Enough already. That didn't even make sense. <laughs> That's what she said. Dude, seriously. How we doing, guys? Ready for another round? Or maybe something to eat? We have a special on fish tacos. <laughs> That's what she said. Carl. Or or how about some sliders? We have beef or... Yeah, I really like the pulled pork. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, man. Listen, Carl. It's okay. It's okay. I'm good. I am good. <laughs> That's what she said. Look, asshole. It's been a really long day. Okay. My feet are killing me, and I still have to sling drinks for another four hours before I get to go home and study my ass off for a big test tomorrow, which means I'll be cramming all night and- <laughs> That's what she said! Ooh. So, another round, guys? Uh, actually, I think we'd like to buy you a drink. Mm, sounds good to me. I could really use a stiff one. That's what she said. Come on. Be honest. You know that guy. You know? You know him. They just just discovered that he, he made a joke that gets a reaction once, and then like an infant that discovers that yelling <laughs> gets attention, he uh, he hammers the hell out of that joke, right? Yeah, it's like a punch in the neck fixes that right up. Alas, it does. Thanks to our collaborators on that one for sure, Nick Anderson, Joe Liston, Sabra May, and of course, Jeff Pollard for their (laughs) spot-on performances there. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, friends, it's uh, coming up on that season again. Ah, humbug. I'm not in disagreement with you there, Mr. Keynes, but uh, I, uh, I just wanted to briefly say that the those who follow our Facebook page, and that should be you, should keep a third eye peeled 
for uh, notices regarding some, uh, actually, some rather terrific sales that will be forthcoming from our uh, Fusebox store. And uh, we're taking uh, major discounts on things. So you are now officially informed. See, I, I feel better already. Younger even, and, and with more hair. Did you actually need more hair? No. Okay. So with that, dear friends, we'll take our incendiary devices and blow this pop stand, but not before thanking the tireless vocal performances of our contributors on this edition of Fusebox, Nick Anderson, Joe Liston, Sabra May, Eric Newsom, Lawrence Overmeyer, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks, as always, to the highly flammable Milt Keynes for technical assistance. Spin a slice. And, of course, thanks to you as well, friends, for pushing play on this edition of the program. We do appreciate that, as well as your efforts in subscribing and liking and all that great stuff that is, of course, the fuel for the modern entertainment engine, is it not? Mm-hmm. And I have been your hanging Chad host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse.